Testing, testing. Hello, hello. Ali, Ali, accent free. You're not going to be that close <laughs> to the fucking thing. No, yeah. Don't be that close? No, because, I mean, you're going to already be loud. Can you hear me? Is it moving? It's very loud. Talk how you're going to talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brain fart. Calm down. Relax. Oh my god. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Welcome to another explosive episode of Self Express with Love Kills. <laughs> and you're here with me, moi, Kenya Moore, and not the one that twirls. And of course, I let Kenya do the intro because <laughs> I just knew y'all were going to love that. But this is your host, Sierra Renice, and we are going to do another collab together, whatever y'all want to call it, episode. Um, I told y'all in the episode last week um, that I had to do a solo one, because I feel like I haven't done a solo one in a really long time, because mm-hmm. um, we were just giving y'all all the goods the whole entire summer. Well, minus July, because we didn't record mm-hmm. at all. July was, a, July was a tough month. It was a lot going on. But now we back to give it to y'all raw and uncut. <laughs> y'all, yeah. and she didn't even listen to the episode prior to this one. So uh, I told you that right. a lot It don't matter, but you're not going to understand none of the references. Because I told them. I told them about my breakup. Mm. I told them. Yeah, I told them a lot. Oh, you was giving it to them for real. Giving yeah, it to them I had raw. To. Because Wait. the episode was peace of mind. Hmm. So, it was a nice one. Go listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, like Kenya. So, What's the shade? today's episode, we're going to do a hot seat session. So, I, I think we did one of these before. I don't really remember what the topic was. We did. It was um, after. But um, it's going to be, I think it was trust. It was something like that. It was a crazy one that we... It was deep. It was deep. <laughs> so, we're going to have another hot seat. Kenya's going to be in a hot seat. I'm going to be in a hot seat. You can ask questions because you didn't prepare your questions, so I guess you can kind of bounce off of mine. Okay. Um, but first, y'all already know, y'all ain't hear from Kenya since, what, June? Really probably July because it dropped in July, but we recorded it in June. So she's going to give y'all y'all recap. Mine's really short. I talked to y'all last week. Ain't much really changed. Um, I haven't gotten to journal more. I said that last week that I was going to journal um and I haven't been setting the time but that's actually something I'm gonna do tonight and you can remind me and hold me accountable um to create a schedule where I'm journaling I have to set a time or something I still feel like we did this already because that was supposed to be a part of your morning routine right but it's not happening okay it's not happening um the reading is easier yes I've been reading um I've been praying I've been meditating I've been doing that for sure. My affirmations, I told them about my post-it notes and all of that. And they're um, so cute just sitting there on the dresser and on the <laughs> mirror. So, um, yeah, I got to get into journal more. And I think it's because I can't make journaling an everyday thing. Like, I have to maybe, like, every other day. I don't know. But it's hard for me to, which is weird as a writer, but it's hard right. for me to sit down and write. So, I don't know. I mean, journaling doesn't have to be a full entry. It could just be a few thoughts that you throw right. down on paper. Maybe I'll start with the iPhone notes, maybe. Because, you know, I'd rather just move around. And right, but that's the problem. I need you to sit down and focus. I know. I'm trying. Listen, it's a lot. It's a lot Center happening. yourself. You know what we hit and do? It's a little off topic. We didn't go tree hugging and grounding. We need to go before the weather change. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be nice in the fall, though. Yeah, we'll see. Better leaves. atmosphere. Right, leaves. Anyway, because here we go, y'all. We're about to be... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're about to be recording for two hours because we yeah. always get off topic, but y'all love us and the views show it. So my recap hasn't really changed. Um, I've been doing a little bit more gratitude. I've been practicing affirmations. I actually, I don't know if I told you, I don't know who I told, but I laugh at myself every morning now because I kind of like give myself a pep talk on my way into work and it's like, we're going to have a great day. We're going to be optimistic. And, you know, I always try to like do it more now. And I think it helps me a little bit. Yesterday I had a terrible day, but we're not even going to talk about mm. that. But otherwise, everything's good. Ken's about to start school. Kids about to start school. Mm. But Kenya's going to update y'all in her ugh, life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ugh, my life. It's really a movie. It, it really is. So buckle your freaking seatbelts and get your popcorn because she's about to be talking. I'm going to give y'all a quick recap. I'm not even going to go too even deep know what in quick the detail. Is. Quick for me. <laughs> okay. Not a regular person's quick, but quick for me. So we're going to rewind back to June. June, you know, last time I talked to you guys, I was dating. I was trying things. It was a guy. I wasn't really feeling him, but we were going on dates because I was getting my feet wet in this dating world, right? <laughs> I got a man. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. <laughs> yes, I have a man now, and I am very happy with this young whippersnapper. Hey, yo. Um, I generally don't date guys with kids, and this man had a lot of kids. It blew me away. And he was about to he was about to get cut from the team. But he's such a good person, well rounded, intelligent. Like, girl, I'm smitten. I'm in love for real. <laughs> that man said, What are we? Sir, we go together real bad. Real bad. And then he agreed. I was like, Got him. <laughs> I'm hollering. Got him. I ain't tell him I was crazy yet. I keep telling him. He already knows you're crazy. I keep telling him I'm not. He keep asking me, am I sure? Yes, I'm sure. I don't put my hands on men no more. Chill. Okay. I don't curse people out. I don't act crazy when you don't answer your phone call, even though I gave you a schedule of when I was going to call. I gave you four. But that's not crazy? No. Girl, get the fuck. That is effective communication. I mean, yes, to a certain extent, but every time... Okay, so... He gets the watered down version by the time you tell him, oh yeah, you know, I said I was going to call you at this time and you didn't answer the phone. So, you know, I started the, literally, that's not the conversation you just had. Literally. The but the conversations that I receive is, what is my man doing? Why is he not in my phone? That's crazy. He don't love me no more. Yeah. Curse. The girl went on a whole <laughs> rant on Facebook with like five different statuses talking about this man don't love her. Because he did not call her. Curtis was supposed to love me. <laughs> like, she's sick. <laughs> Do you hear me? She's sick. That's crazy. But yeah, I love whatever. this for you because, yes, that is great communication with y'all and y'all little relationship. See? Ooh, ain't nothing little about that big relationship. Ew. <laughs> okay, so I also found out information about my ex. Unsolicited information. Mind you, I didn't <laughs> ask for this. I found out I was a secret girlfriend for three years. <laughs> Me? A secret? Do I even sound like a secret smurf-ass bitch to y'all? Loud as hell, no. And I'm not. <laughs> and how, I'm, did, how did he hide you? That's crazy. Listen, I was surprised too. And the man had five other girlfriends. Like, first of all, he was a gigolo. Yeah. Like, you gotta be. But, yeah. But that's the thing, like, and I don't know, because I'm not going to just say men have multiple relationships, but... For some reason, it seems like they're easier to get away with it. 
and especially if you like don't live together and it's like even then (laughs) exactly (laughs) i experienced that for sure granted it wasn't never really like at least that i've never found out that it was like a whole nother relationship but the the flirting the cheating yes very possible if you have an in-house nigga or if you have an outside nigga right but Mm -hmm. Yeah, he didn't really show the signs of having multiple girls. Exactly. When that man told me, I didn't even. He was he was way better than Hannah Montana. That nigga, that nigga was split. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm how yeah. He had other personalities. Had to. How did you? How did you do this? How can you manage that? That nigga's good. Yeah. Stay away from that nigga. Yeah. (laughs) When you see him, you gonna know exactly (laughs) who he is. Mm-hmm. Be like, how do I know who he is? You, you know, know who he is, because I'm telling you. You know. You never trust Look, him. go back to some of the episodes she described them first. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, when she used to call him the stinking foot and stuff, <laughs> she used to be going in. I used to be so mad. See, I've grown. Yes, she I've did. grown. Now she's all soft and yeah. subtle. My mom even told me, don't. Don't be all rough with that. I know I was in the car with um, you. <laughs> first of all, ma'am, you don't even know me for real. I don't care if you. I came out that cat. You don't know me. Yeah, because you definitely be soft with the men. Mm-hmm. Soft and gushy, just like gushers. I'm hollering. <laughs> anyway, are you done your recap? I am not. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so again, last time we talked to each other, I was getting into a new position and <laughs> baby. <laughs> it, it's, it's been taking me through some things. Um, I learned that common sense is not common. Okay. Like, not even as common as I thought it was. Like, I thought it was a little bit, like, people had some common sense. Nope, not these ones. I literally have to break down in the smallest terms I can possibly break it down. Something as simple as, hey, I put an update out, and then you see something, and it says, update on it and they say i didn't know that was an update it literally says update (laughs) and i literally said i was sending out an update yeah uh amongst other things they told me i'm a terrible communicator which is a lie okay a blatant lie i'm a great communicator but (laughs) when i get annoyed and pissed off yes i will tell you i'm overwhelmed you go ahead and keep pushing and i was told that that's not right even though I'm a human. I'm allowed to be overwhelmed. And if you see that I'm overwhelmed, why would you come here and fucking with me? (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, that's work. It is improving. It is getting better because I activated my stop giving a fuck and um, I started drinking more. And (laughs) that activates it also. I don't drink on a job because that is very unprofessional. But when I get off work, I do tend to de-escalate. That and a little vitamin D, child, change your life. <laughs> change your life. Currently de de-escalating right now. Yes, yes. Well, Which she's is, de-escalating. Um, I'm de-escalating. I'm not in a position day. to de-escalate. Um, anything else that's been going on? My children are starting their new journeys into middle school and high school, Ooh, which is good. really really cool. My daughter is in dance, and she got her first eight count solo. It's two eight counts, two eight count solos. So she's performing. In two weeks. And oh. I'm really excited for her. Yeah, the 19. What is it, like a competition competition or no. somewhere? Competition competition, I think, is like November. Okay. I gotta ask. But it's just like one of those events. That yeah. Dancing at. They're okay. honoring somebody. Okay. And they have the but kids dancing. Remind me to put it in my calendar. 
You're yeah. going to forget. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> You're going to forget, huh? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I can do that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much everything in a nutshell. The quick version. See, told y'all it was going to be quick. It wasn't even that long. It was very much like seven minutes, but all right. We, I let's mean, get we, this. Let's get this show on the road. Then we played around somebody, a little bit. Somebody's a little impatient. So for tonight's hot seat session, um, it's the self love edition style, which obviously our podcast is based upon self love, personal development. But we are actually going to dive a little bit deeper, and we're going to talk about um, the type of love that we have um, for ourselves. And also, if we have the capacity to love others, and if so, how do we do that? So we have mm. a series of questions, and they're going to be like, boom, boom, like they're just going to hit you. Some of these I probably already asked you, um, but we maybe change people now. You right. Know? I'm, ev- I'm evolving yes. day by day. Yes. I don't know about that. Maybe every other day, because mm, <laughs> sometimes I can revert back, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely sometimes be a bald head hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before we get into that, let me tell you how I got my hair braided, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that, this is a major thing, right? I get my hair braided. Mind y'all, I cut all my hair off. I, you know, I be feeling like Britney Spears sometimes, tripping. <laughs> cut all my hair off, then I'm ready to go to this pool party, and now I want to look like a dirty tennis ball. Boom, I get my hair braided. Get my hair braided, found somebody who could braid this little one centimeter of hair. She gripped my shit. <laughs> Go to the pool party, everything going well. I only lost like two braids at the pool party. Baby, within this last month, this shit is shedding like cat hair. I wake <laughs> yeah. up, it's like eight braids in a bonnet. Today That's at insane. work, 16 braids came out. What? 16, yeah. I counted them. You definitely was counting on the <laughs> I counted them. Like, what, what are you counting? The fuck? I'm thinking you counting Whole money. back of my head, gone. I probably got like 100 braids left out of 1,000. Oh, y'all, and because she's announcing that the fact that she's braidless, well, half braidless, or maybe like about, about three-fourths. About <laughs> <laughs> three-fourths of braids left. This is why we could not record visual today, because we were supposed to record visual, but my hair got taken out yesterday, and I ain't really the most appealing, and she got her quarter of braids. Gone, not left. Gone. <laughs> no, I got quarter left. Oh, you got quarter left. Seventy-five <laughs> percent. So gone. hopefully the next time we record, we will have the visual. Um, I did record the visual for last week, but I didn't drop it yet because it's yeah. So we're gonna work on that. Um, you ready? Let's get it. Let's go. Pussy ass. All right, bro. You slow. So <laughs> <laughs> you play too much, yo. <laughs> all right focus. so the first question that i have um is obviously a question that i always have to start off with is do you love yourself and we talked about this last week about everybody always says oh i love myself i love myself i love myself oh yeah i practice self-love oh yeah i have self-love incorporated into whatever but i talked about how having an unconditional love for yourself means under no condition so a lot of people will say oh i love myself but then have the, oh, I look fat today, or oh, I look... So, do you really feel like you love yourself unconditionally? Do I love myself unconditionally? Not at this point. I'm still on my journey. Because there are still some days that I'm like, girl, you big as a fucking house. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to laugh. Because <laughs> I know you... <laughs> I know you fuck a line walking out the house looking like that. 
why are you so annoying? I'm being honest. So, okay, don't even go no further. Get your phone out, get your notes out, and you need to practice positive self-talk. That's something that, just because if you're saying, I know that you you do that a lot. I know you do, because I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Period. But that's only when you feel like you're a bad bitch. That's a thing. So, we need to practice on, even when you're in that moment of calling yourself big or whatever it is you want to say, you need to say, hold on, wait a minute, let me, let me go read one of my things that, like, you see my... My mirror is yeah. like I went to pee in the bathroom and I was like I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> See, and I asked. I felt like I didn't want to put it in the bathroom because I felt like that was the most public place in my house. But somebody else recommended that. Okay, you never know who else mood you can change or something that somebody else can get by reading them. So just leave them there. I was like, okay, you don't even have company. But that was still right. A great that idea. was another reason too. So it was just like, okay, yeah, I get it. But yep, they're there. So. Whether you want to feel like it or not, read one or two. I did. I did. Yeah, some of my boundaries are on there, too, that people wouldn't even realize. Wait, so if I put on an outfit, right, that I've previously worn, and I start busting out the seams, I can't say I'm a fat bitch? I mean, no, but is it going to take you time to adapt to that? Absolutely. That's the habit that you have that you need to break. This is true. So, yes, even if you see yourself where you feel like, oh, you tried on something that you used to wear and you fit perfectly fine, and then you're like, oh, yeah, no, this ain't it. A bitch bad. That's fine. It's really technically not fine, but it's going to take you time to work on it because I know for me, and I'll talk about it a little bit later, I've been doing, like, you know, I've been doing more reading because I've been having more downtime, and it's like, I'm realizing some of the, like, I don't even want to say, like, I guess they're, like, unconscious habits that I have, and I don't realize it, but now that I'm on, like, a path to trying to better myself and actually become a better person, the the new habits that I've been adapting, it's like, damn, I ain't do this in X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, I've been stuck on Sisters. I ain't watched that in, like, well, I was watching it yesterday, but before that, I didn't watch it for, like, four days. I'm proud Because I've been reading my book and just going to sleep. So it was, like... It'll eventually come to you, but start. I have started because I've gotten much better. I'm not quite there yet. Like the curl <laughs> that don't quite curl. I mean, healing and loving yourself never is going to like right. just be, a, okay, I finished. Like, no, it's always going to be a reoccurring thing that's always happening. So, right. Which is why I said no, not unconditionally, but my level of self-love has increased tenfold. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah, I feel like you definitely, you may not have... Come, overcome a lot of stuff, but you definitely are not who you were a year ago today. Um, I sure, I, sure <laughs> I feel like even a year ago today, the year before that, you weren't even at where you were at last year because last year you were in a relationship. Last year I was in shambles. But no, you still wasn't. No, you were fine in August. It was September. It was when <laughs> child, it hit the my pan. life went down bad. Yeah, in those couple months, those six months, <laughs> child. But even still, I, I definitely see a chance. I tell you that all the time from when I first initially met you. You're not even the same person from who everybody told me you was from when I first met exactly. you. Let me tell Okay. Going <laughs> Go off topic again. These people told her, They dragged my name through the mud. Okay. <laughs> like the dirt that they threw on my name, they should have wiped off the back of their neck. <laughs> That's what should have happened. Like they really made me seem like a monster. I mean, they didn't say that. They just said you be knocking bitches out. Basically. I That's am what they said. non-violent. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'll just tell you what they told me. You have see, 
And the whole time we've been friends, you've never even seen me in a physical altercation. Yes, because I came and I changed your life. You did. For yeah. the better. <laughs> My whole life has changed. Oh, well, yeah, Since I really haven't. There's definitely been a lot of close attempts or, you know, a lot of people antagonizing you. But yes, right. you've, been, and, you've been doing very and well. And I be swerving them hoes. Why? Because <laughs> I don't look good in the jail jumpsuit. Oh, holler. And I think it's itchy. So, all right, I'll answer this question. Um, so, same extent, no, I know I don't love myself completely unconditional, um, but I don't think it's necessarily positive self-talk that I need to have because, again, I'm like, I'm watching my words, but some stuff, like, I really don't try to bash myself. And I feel like this might be the same thing that I said before. I feel like I put too much pressure on myself and I don't give myself enough, enough. grace right. at all. And that's why I don't feel like I completely love myself unconditionally um, because it's, I'll, I'll beat myself up. I guess it is practice positive self-talk too um, because I'll beat myself up when I don't accomplish stuff. Like even yesterday, I told you I had a bad day. I cried like four freaking times. And everybody was like coming at me from a different point of view, but nobody was understanding that I was like coming from I feel like a failure. Because I had to start over. Because I had to... And it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. Um, because, again, giving myself grace. And I don't have to accomplish everything under the sun right then and there. So it's like, I know there's some things that I have to work on in that area. Um, and I've recently, after I told y'all that I got out of a relationship, I recently found out that I don't love myself unconditionally anytime that I'm in a relationship. Like, I, I feel like if you, you love yourself less. unconditionally all around, it's something that happens all the time. And I know that I don't have enough love for myself, even to the capacity when I'm in a relationship. Because, yes, I always give it to give everything to the other person. So I have to get that, too. But I don't plan on being in a relationship no time soon. I told y'all this, unless somebody decides to, you know, come sweep me off my feet and show me something that I ain't never been shown before. So, um, but willingly no but they always say you know when you're not looking for love that's when it comes so mm -hmm. we shall see because <laughs> i wasn't looking for love i wasn't looking for a love i was looking for a buzz yeah <laughs> so when he called i said i lied so i'm busy though so we both need to so i'll write my note down um practice, practice positive, positive. talk all right um all right so do you have a question for me or do you want me to go to the next one Go to the next one. I'm, I think I might piggyback off y'all. Oh, this is a good one. Um, so give me three words that describes love to you. Hey, <laughs> y'all. I don't care if she's not going to want me to tell y'all, but she did just pull a braid straight out of her head like it was nothing. Like, them drugs going to be easy to take out. I know. I struggle. I had to unbraid all the braids. You're going to have to repeat the question. I just got something. All right. Sorry. Get out your head, because you're going to keep getting fixated on pulling them and yanking them out. How would you describe love in three words? Now, this could be love for yourself, love for others, love in general. Love is understanding to me. Okay. You want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Understanding because every person is their own individual. So, how you see things may not be how the other person sees things. And if I love you, I want to understand why this is happening. That's true. I right to text me that. Something something like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast episode again. Yeah, you're gonna have to listen. 
Because I think that's something that, and I think it may not just be me. Other people may be able to relate uh, on it. And I'm going to let you finish your other two, but let me get this thought out because my brain. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, especially just us in human behavior, we react a lot based upon our emotions rather than the actual understanding of why someone may be doing that. And I know for me personally, I'm quick to pop off and if somebody pissed me off or something happened and we having a conversation, I'm not worried about your understanding and your point of view. I'm worried about how I feel and it's not the case. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Yeah. All I, right, what's your other one? I definitely learned that just in dealing with people in general, I always want to understand why you chose this or why me, why that. Yo, I got so homework. if I could, if I can understand why this is happening, that that's going to grow whatever we have going on, even within myself. Because right. if I learn how to understand me more, like mm-hmm. why am I doing this particular action? And then I can grow from that. Romantic relationship, f- friendships, everything. What I need from you. <laughs> yeah, I was singing on the last episode. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was in my bag. Now you singing. What else would describe love to me? Understanding caring because <laughs> sometimes I don't give a fuck. Um <laughs> no, that's that's how it be sometimes. And caring is not just oh I care about you right. and oh I, I want the best for you. It's a little bit deeper just like how understanding is. Right. I, I want you not just to want the best for me, not just to understand for me. I want you to care for me in a way that is not just financial. Care for me in a way that is not just sexual. Like yeah. I want you to care about my emotional well being. I need somebody to care about our, my physical well-being. Like somebody that checks to see if I ate today because sometimes I forget. And you know that I forget to eat. Right. So I'm talking to you about it and they're like, hey, did you eat today? Did you go see? Did you go to your doctor's appointment today? How did that go? That right there is way more important than a lot of the other things to right. me. Like that shows me you actually care. You yeah. listen. Yeah. Mm. You feel where I'm coming from. (laughs) I don't even want. I'm not gonna ask on this. No, it wasn't that deep. But like, remember, I sent you the screenshot of uh, what you call it, and I was like, "What's Khalifa?" We could call him "What's Khalifa." Mm -hmm. Yeah, not dating "What's Khalifa," but (laughs) that's just what we call him. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like, oh wow, you you do pay attention to stuff that I say, and like even when we have like regular conversations, you'll bring it up in conversation. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh. You remember when I said that? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh god! Because most people that I do it don't pay attention, or I'll have to like remind them repeatedly about stuff that's like, bro, I wish you would have just paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's your third one? My third one, love, understanding, caring. Oh, love is fluid. Mm, explain that. Love is very fluid. Like you don't have, I don't have one type of love. Mm-hmm. And you can't just give someone one type of love. You have to be fluid with your love. Because say something happens, y'all have a big blow up. If you, if we can have a blow up and you absolutely don't care about me, you don't love me. Right. If we can have a blow up and it's fuck you, whether it be friendship, parents, coworkers, relationships, you need to be fluid. You have to be and you have, okay, let me get my words together. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to 
go through something and grow through whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Like, if nothing is going to come to an abrupt halt. I mean, unless you try to kill me. That's that's mm-hmm. about it. You, you try to take my life, try mm-hmm. to kill my kids. You got to go. Mm-hmm. All, all love is gone. I don't want to understand why you tried to kill me or my kids. <laughs> I don't care. Right, because that's just too crazy. Right. But other than that, yeah. Okay. How about you? So I actually had the right minds down because I was like, I don't off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to really tell. But as you were describing, you know, your love and your three words, I kind of like trickle and thought about, okay, some of the things that I really, really value and some of the things that it's like, I wish I had in my past love and stuff like that. So the first one is always going to be happiness because again, I already know that I pour all of my happiness into someone else, which I am working on. But I feel like also, and we're going to talk about this because it's one of the questions. I feel like also based upon how I was raised is a lot of the reason why um, I pour my love into other people and don't really have anything for myself or even my happiness. So I want a love where I feel happy, where I'm smiling and I, you know, just grinning all the time and you know shut up (laughs) but yes I I want to be able to feel happy around you I want to feel like you know not to say that there's nothing in this world that you could do that could make me sad but or make me mad but like anytime I'm around you like you ever have like that butterfly feeling and it's like sometimes like there I gotta poop but it's really just like your butterflies I want to feel like that every time I see you my man my man my man (laughs) I'd be taking unsolicited pictures of the nigga and everything. Yeah, 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 you really do. <laughs> so, yes, happiness is definitely, because I feel like a lot of people say, oh, well, I love you. Like, I want you to love me, or I want to feel like I love you and also be happy, because there are some times where I've loved people, and it was not happiness. It was a lot of anger, aggression, and frustration, so it's like happiness is definitely my top one. So, is happy an expectation, or happy is a goal? I mean, I would say it's it's the expectation because I, I want to, again, feel like I'm happy around you. I don't want to, because I feel like saying it's a goal to work towards happiness. No, we should already be happy. Like if you're not making me happy and vice versa, then there's no reason for us to really be. Are you coming into this happy? Yes. Okay. Maybe not in the beginning because I'm standoffish, but. So how do you expect them to make you happy? You're I mean, I don't be angry. <laughs> I got real defensive real fast but go ahead because I don't be angry and most of granted so let's take it back to most of the places where I meet guys at is mm, like at the bar yeah and I already be kind of like there so it's like I'm probably not aggressive but I, I am aggressive to a certain extent like I'm not angry aggressive but I'm more so aggressive like come here bring that <laughs> <laughs> okay. so no, I don't feel like I'm upset and I'm sad. Am I a little bit tad bit aggressive? Probably. But, you know, after all of that, you know, when we actually get into actual conversation, yes, I'm happy. I'm smiling. I'm... Girl, leave me alone. My I... second one I use as Karen as well because, again, um, and I felt like when you said your Karen, my Karen more so came from what I lack, um, consideration. And that could be technically Karen slash consideration. I feel like you care about me if you consider how I feel in anything that happens, whether it's something that you partake in, one of the actions you do, or if it's something that maybe you say, oh, she said she had a bad day today. Let me maybe send her a text or maybe let me come bring her food. Like caring is definitely something that describes love for me because I know that if you love me, yes, you do care about me, but it's a 
you got to go a little bit deeper than it's a the certain minimum. level. Of yeah. Care. So it's like we got to dig deeper into the care. And I know that's something that I really don't consider as well, but it's something that I'm willing to start trying to do. Like I did do it the other day and I was like, um, <laughs> mm, do tell. I was texting one of the guys that I'm dating and one of them. It was like six boyfriends like constant. Shut up. (laughs) No, I don't have six boyfriends actually. I'm doing good this time around. Um, but I had randomly just I realized like we didn't talk and I was like, okay, you know, hey, how you doing? Like, I hope you're having a good day. I've been really busy, or I don't know if you're busy, but you know, I hope you're having a good day and you know, I'll talk to you later on. That was nice. And that's something that I've probably never even done in none of my relationships real life, unless I felt that love. But I'm not going to sit here and discredit my exes and all of that. But yeah. at the end of the day, no, I never really did that, especially on a consistent basis. But yeah, I want somebody to like text me in the middle of the day because at the end of the day, we're adults. We, we can't sit here and be on the phone all day long. Crazy Kenya thinks she can. But... I didn't say a word. <laughs> but some of us, you know, have real lives and have stuff to do. And not just, you know, be on the phone with their man, their man, their man. First of all, I have a real life and I got a lot of shit to do. Right, but you don't be doing it. (laughs) I do do it. I just need to do it outside of my time schedule. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And then my third word would be gentleness. Because I feel like, again, this is something that I probably lack. Um, I've always been the... Hardcore bitch. Yeah, I, I haven't really... I've been seeing a lot of stuff floating around Instagram. I don't think I've ever really been submissive. I don't It took think... Instagram to tell you that? No, I'm just saying, like, I've seen people talking about, like, submitting to a man and submitting to their husband, and I had realized it, like, kind of, like, hit me, like, yeah, I've never done none of this shit. <laughs> never done none of this shit. But it's, like, sometimes when you, well, and I, I told y'all before, I thought that was rain. I thought I told y'all before that I've been in two long-term relationships, so my, both relationships, I never felt like I wanted to be submissive, like maybe moments in my last relationship, but I've never felt like, oh, I want to submit. Like, I was always the aggressor. And yes, I want gentleness now. I want softness. I want you to lead. I'm tired of being the leader. I am not strong. I, I'm going to be weak and rely on you, please. And it's not even going to be like, oh, pay all my bills because I'm still going to work. It's, that's one thing you're never going to get me to not do. First of all, working and paying bills is something, two completely different things. Right. I right. want to work, but I want you to pay my bills. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. We're not, even about to, <laughs> we're not even about to deal with that. We're going to deal with that with a guest. Okay. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a hot topic that the world will be talking about. But yeah, I just want gentleness. Like, I want to, again, feel those butterflies. I want to be happy. I want to feel like. You know, I don't have to be hard, but I don't, I don't have to even want to have to curse you out. And I told you this, I had to catch myself because I'm so used to being aggressive. I'll be like, you want to fight? Mm-hmm. And they don't even want to like, like stop what offering you, that man to the street. <laughs> what you want smoke for? But it's like, that's my norm. But that's something that I'm trying to get out of because I'm a female. I should be gentle. Nice and gentle and soft. Okay. At least with my man. I would hope so. But, but I'm not. Yeah, you a no limit fucking show me. <laughs> I'm the gentle one, and you wouldn't even expect me to be all submissive so, and nice. You're so loud and all over the place. Right, but I'm a certified lover girl. All right, I'll so be do you up. have? <laughs> I'll be shutting up. Do you have any questions piggybacking off of that, or what you want? You want the next question, or so? Let's go back into this gentleness, right? Because yeah. okay. I'm I'm trying to understand. Help me. Walk with me through this gentle process, <laughs> because. 
you're all you're so nice and sweet, mm-hmm. well spoken, Sierra, no, and behind too. closed doors, you bone crusher. So, so, are you extending this kindness in your love? No, probably not. Um, but again, this is one of my new things that I'm doing, and I told I think I told you this before. My previous relationship was on and off and on and off and on and off. I have never experienced, and I think we were talking about this with one of our other friends, I have never experienced a love where, for one, I had to be gentle or I needed to be gentle. So I've been in relationships that have been with the same person on and off with both of my relationships, and it's always been the same stigma around it. So yes, there's a lot of comfortability for one, and two, there's never no oh, let me be soft and gentle, maybe for like a day or two because you told me I was being too hard body. But realistically, because it's already a certain way that we are in our relationship, I'm going to go back to being the aggressive one. So that's why I'm willing to let go of my past completely and just be like, okay, I'm ready for a new love. I want gentleness. I want... So no, is it something that I definitely need to work on a little bit more? Yes, but I also have to feel like the person and the people that are in my life I can actually give that to but I'm trying god damn I just asked the question I know it was a good question no I know for a fact I didn't present gentleness and maybe sometimes but not on a a daily basis not on you know this is our love and I want to also talk more about the gentleness and I'll bring it back up when we get to that question because I don't really want to jump um down the notes but it's definitely a lot behind why I am not gentle. And I want to hear your thoughts on it, but mm-hmm. we're not going to get there yet because we're still talking about loving ourselves. Um. Okay, so got a question. What does loving you look like? You loving yourself at the highest level. What does that look like? <sighs> not you rolling your eyes. Cause on a self love podcast, I'm actually because the way you worded it in the way that that was the initial question, <laughs> it 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 messed me up a little bit because I thought about more of the way that you said it, and I'd be hating to for one, I'm mad because I'd be hating to have these conversations, but at the same time, this is a truthful conversation that I need to have mm-hmm. with you and myself because I don't know, and I think that's a lot of the reasons why. I'm not going to say it's a, it's all of the reasons why, but it definitely plays a factor into the people that I attract, um, the relationships that I've had, um, and the relationships that may have came and went because I don't really know what I want love to look like for myself and not only myself, but how I want other people to love me as well. So, I don't know. But I actually was supposed to do that. I was supposed to, because I know I wrote down my core values and like things that I value um, and obviously more boundaries, but I think I have to start journaling and even writing down what do I want, like how do I want to be loved and what does love look like towards me? Because sometimes, yes, it's a factor of doing what's best for me and doing what I love, but I feel like sometimes I don't dig deep enough when it comes to loving myself. Um, like I'll have like moments where I'll be like, oh, I want to like, I want this for dinner, so I'm going to go buy this because this is what I want oh, I want flowers, so I'm going to buy myself flowers. But it's like, I know there's things deeper that I need to get in touch with. So I don't really know. How about you? (sighs) 
what does loving me look like for me in this very moment it would be comfortability when i am completely comfortable with just myself right now i'm very uncomfortable my skin is uh <laughs> you know when they say loving the skin you're in i hate it <laughs> hate the skin that i'm in i want to rip it off give it away and that's not comfortability to me like yeah. when i get comfortable with sitting with me like i'm very comfortable being alone I'm not very comfortable being alone with my own thoughts. Yeah, I feel like you said that before, too. I I need to be talking to someone, doing something, reading something, getting out of my own head. But I'm not comfortable enough in my own mind and in my own skin to even do that. See, so now I feel like, okay, now that you just explained it a little bit better, I feel like... Being alone, definitely, remember I told you, that definitely used to be something I had a struggle with. Like, I would literally cling and find anything and anybody to be around because I didn't want to be alone, especially, like, after a breakup. But, like, this time around, oh, baby, I was happy. <laughs> like, I, I know I was ignoring people. She like, a Macy's parade. Yeah, tuning people out, watching my TV shows. Like, I was fine. And I think, you know, I'm actually good with being alone or, you know, having time to myself. The thought thing, I actually love talking to myself. Like, it's quite insane, and it's quite crazy how I love to even just fill my thoughts and just be, like, talking out loud, like, yeah, well, you should do this. And it could be, you know, because... We don't have the same kind of thoughts, do we? (laughs) That, for sure, I'm sure we don't. But also, you know, I have medicine that makes me think about a lot of different things. So, I always like, um, you know, being in my thoughts and also talking out loud and analyzing the situation. I talk to myself all the time. You probably think I'm crazy. We do not think a thing. But I, you know, listen. But to that point, um, loving myself definitely would be more so like how you said comfortability. I also think it would be like. Why you, why you Did you turn the fucking heat on? No, I turned the air on. Now you're getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting hot. I you're, never said that. You're marking jumping readers. to conclusions. You're, you're, you're jumping to conclusions. So why did you think I put the heat on? Go finish anyway, what you were saying. I feel like what I want loving myself to look like is, for one, definitely not bashing myself all the time. But I don't know. I thought I had it, but no, I don't. Because it was like a part of your comfortability, but like it being in your skin. But I think mine's is more so like feeling true happiness. Like I don't, like I have moments of happiness. I And I know that everybody that loves themselves deeply and unconditionally don't just be happy every day because shit happens. Life happens. You're not going to be happy every day. But I feel like I definitely don't pour enough into myself. So I don't feel true happiness. Like I know the ultimate success is being truly happy with yourself, with your life, with your family. And there's some times where I'm just like, I'm not happy. And it's like, I just be going through life just like, yeah, whatever. But that's why I also feel like I have to find more of the love for myself rather than always trying to be in a relationship or finding myself in relationships because they never seem to work out based upon the fact that I don't even know what love looks like for me. So you're crazy. Because why are you doing that? So yeah, that's something else that I'm going to work on. I already wrote it down. Um, define what loving yourself look like and what what I need to do because I don't want to like not be 
Like, I'm on my way to 27 this year, and I know many people are like, girl, you young, bye, whatever. But I've been through so many different traumatic experiences, and it's like, I don't want to have to go through that in my 30s. Like, I want to, and I know it's a weird stigma around 20s and how we're always trying to have our life figured out, but it's like, I've been unhappy for years. And it's like, it's to the point where I just, I already feel like greater is coming and I deserve greatness into my life. So it's making me want it even more. And I know that although business can be successful, although family can be happy and I could be loving, but it's like the love for yourself and the happiness that it can create, I feel like that's what I'm striving for. Like, and not even having the happiness based around having money or having wealth or having this and having that. It's just, like, being truthfully happy for myself and with myself is the ultimate goal. So. What makes you happy? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but, like, it's, like, real broad. Like, obviously, helping people makes me happy. Like, it's always centered around others. Yeah, and I need to, that's why I kind of said I don't know, but... Yeah. All right, I'll write it down. God damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all, she really be making me go through therapy sessions, but y'all need this, I need this, and we all need this. <laughs> I need it too. That's what we're here for. Yeah, so be stressing me out, though. Make sure, you know, hang out with you new soon on Instagram. I <laughs> know <laughs> I'll be putting you in the uh, show notes and everything. I haven't even really been on social media like that. More so Facebook. Than yeah, she definitely Instagram. been on Facebook. Uh, I didn't even answer that question, but I checked it off. Do you have another question for me since you kind of just bombarded me with that one? No, I'm going to let you go. Okay. All right. So how do you love others? Whew. <laughs> way too hard. Way too much. And they don't deserve that. I don't but, have the discernment to okay. this is give this. a similar answer to before. Mm-hmm, to give this love away. I love hard. I love full throttle. If I care about you and I feel as though I love you, I want to do everything for you. I want to make sure you are okay. You are your best self. You are working at maximum capacity. And in doing that, I also internally, I expect you to feel the same way about me. Expectations are crazy. Child, fuck, so, fuck your life up. All right. So how do I love others? Similar to you, um, I definitely love hard. I definitely love fast. Um, and sometimes I could love them a little bit too more than I love myself. But the question for both of us now and that we both are similar in how we love others, how are we going to change that? I've started already. Okay, let's hear Because I am not in love yet. I'm delusional. Delusional as <laughs> hell, okay? <laughs> but I do know how to set apart reality from my delusion. I am trying to, I'm taking things slowly. Mm -hmm. I'm usually, you know, fly by the seat of your pants. Boom. We in there. (laughs) Okay. At this point, yes, we go together. But at the same time, I'm pacing myself. I'm not doing everything for you. Like, child, I really wanted to go down, (laughs) really wanted to go down to the African spot and get this man some food. I really wanted to cook in his man house. I really wanted to clean this man house, brother's feet, brother's bag, <laughs> take his hair out, scratch his scalp. See, and I'm not that type of person, like, at least in my past relationships. But that's how I recently just felt. Like, 
I'm like, I'm going to cook for you. Like, what you want to eat? Like, and I don't even cook. So for you, that's a positive thing because that is taking you out of your shell and your comfort zone. So that is an experience that you may just need to have. But I also feel like, because I had to hit myself with reality probably a couple of days before I hit you with reality. First of all, she, mm. was, she was sick. We gonna Go talk ahead about and it. say that. Now, then I'm going to tell you how she ruined my fucking day. <laughs> she was sick, but I had to bring my friend back to reality just to double check. But anyway, yes, I felt like that recently. Like, oh, I want to cook for this man. Like, you know, and it even got me to the point like, ooh, like I missed his birthday. So it was like... Dang, like, I want to do this, I want to do that. Did you know the nigga on his birthday? Mm-mm. That's why I said I technically missed it, <laughs> so it would be like a just because gift. But I had to tell myself, like, nah, slow down, because I am so very used to my two relationships that I was in. They happened fast, and there was no friendship, there was no real foundation. Like, it was, for one, obviously the sex, and also just, let's mm-hmm. be together. So it's like, I'm stuck in between, do I slow down, or do I feel fill out how it how it's going and then let, that's why I said even right now with me not actually looking for love and not even to say that the person that I'm talking to it'll get to that extent but it's like I'm kind of just not so focused on it but if it happens to come and sweep me off my feet I want to be prepared like I actually want to read a book on like how to love a man and like or something in that aspect because I truly feel like for one, they probably weren't right. men. Right, you ain't never been with no fucking men. <laughs> but you was with bitches with dicks. I, <laughs> That's what the fuck you was with. <laughs> Me too. I understand. But yes, I want to really understand. Like I, I, I haven't found a book yet. I'm gonna find one because I'm sure I got a screenshot somewhere from somebody. Um, but just again, learning how to be submissive, learning how to properly love a man. Because I think even men in general, like. They, they get a lot of backlash, and sometimes it's easy for us to, oh, no, you're supposed to be soft with the female. You're supposed to be nice. But, like, I want my man not to say I want him to be no punk and no little bitch, but Don't let I me want walk you all over to. You. Right. I want you to be able to express your emotions because I've dealt with men who don't like to express their emotions or don't know how to. And I barely know how to. So it's like, I don't. Uh-uh. It always got volatile, whether verbal, physical, it always exploded. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't. I, I want somebody that they feel safe with me and vice versa. Like, and I want to be able to definitely, like, submit to you and, you know, make sure that you're feeling good and acknowledge your feelings. And, like, I, it's a lot that I want to do, but, you know, I just got to wait. <laughs> so, I feel like I that. I no more margarita. Go ahead. <laughs> now I just want to be drunk. I mean, I don't, but. You do. All right, I'm going to drink my beer too. Okay. Go. I feel like you are going at a good pace because it's a lot of getting to know each other. You're learning a lot, so I think you should stay at this pace. I don't think you should slow down because slowing down with certain people is going to seem as if you're uninterested, especially if you started at a particular pace. Yeah. I don't think you're moving fast. Well, don't, don't take my advice. I don't think I'm moving fast. I mean, and honestly, a lot of the moving fast isn't happening right now because it's busy. Which, so it's like... Which is why it. this pace yeah. is actually a but good see, pace. But see, so my thing is when this... And this is my issue, right? Also, with dating, with being in a relationship, 
I always skip the learning each other phase. Like, my last relationship, I knew about everything, but I didn't really know. Like, you know how you know everything about a person, but there's another layer of everybody. But I don't even think that person knew that layer. So it's like, what else do I need to learn? Because I never, I always skip this part. <laughs> and that's why you take it slow. You you ask the important questions. Right. You, know, you take questions. each other in certain situations. Like, for date, dating for me, I feel as though this I a need, episode. Uh, no, it's about, it's about <laughs> right, love. love. We just okay, slipped, we just slipped over to the other side real quick. <laughs> we don't, we're going to reel it back in eventually. <laughs> eventually. I don't know when. So I like to see people in different settings. So right. again, yeah, you, I told you, you that. I told yeah. you how I felt about dinner dates. Way too intimate for the beginning. Way too intimate. Why though? I feel like that's where because, the conversation yeah, needs and to be that's, at. That's where the representative is. <laughs> what do you mean? So, oh, like you're getting like interviewed. And, right. The, okay. in, the initial, if your first three dates are food dates, you're talking to the representative. You don't know that nigga. He's not telling you the whole truth. He may be telling you the truth. It's not the whole truth at all. Never will be. Mm, okay. So. <laughs> Hope y'all listening to learning. <laughs> I like to start off with interactive dates, fun, and I want you to plan it. So you, I want to see what your version of fun is, what you think is okay. So if I ask you to plan my our first date, you take me to a lounge. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've been fucking giggles all You're night. You're annoying. Cause why would you say that? It was just an example. Just saying. Hey yo, go ahead. Like. If that's the first thing, I'm going to, you know, take that in consideration because, number one, yeah. we're not going to be able to talk to each other. We may yeah, not be able to enjoy each other. How many people you know in this motherfucking lounge? Because if you're talking to everybody in this bitch, oh, you're here often. Yeah. You know these regular. people. Okay. <laughs> I like fun dates. Let's, let's do something. For, let's go to a, me personally, I don't know about other people. Let's go bowling. Let's go to an arcade. Let's let's play a game. Like, remember? Oh, I still want to go to that game place. Oh, what's it called? Rook, rook, rook something. I don't know. Well, they have the, the board games, and you get to eat, drink, oh, and yeah. then play games. Oh, yeah. You said that a long time. I ago. know. I still want to go. But things it. like that, roller skating, things that you can you can enjoy yourself and get to know each other. It's not as formal. It's like a quality time. Yeah, exactly. I see, see, but and I want to see you in a social setting. Right, not see just you're right, not just me and you, with other people also, mm-hmm. like some people that you may know, some people that I may know, because everybody's not the same in each setting. And yeah, I didn't know true. if I'm comfortable with you, if I'm okay with you in all settings. Because if I don't like you outside, I mean, they definitely say that. Understand who you're dealing with, and especially when you're in the actual relationship, that you could probably take this as a pointer, uh, loving them in all different types of seasons. So yeah, that's right. right I consider that. This is hard. This is ghetto. <laughs> it's a, it's called growing and adulting. I know. Because uncomfortable is change and change is uncomfortable. Dating is big girl shit. Because And I like dating because you get to find out what you like and what you don't like. What right. you're going to go for and what you're not going to go for. A lot of us don't date. Yeah, a lot of girls just want to chill, smoke. Baby, if all, you tell me our first link, you want me to come to your house, baby, <laughs> delete my number. <laughs> Take me out of rotation. 
Because why the fuck I'm going to your house? Nine times out of ten, you don't even live here. <laughs> I've been duped. I'm sorry. I got PTSD. <laughs> I've been duped. And if you want to come to my house, that's an absolute no. Yeah. Especially for the first, like, like that. For the first six to nine months. Yeah. Why you want to be here? Ain't nothing but bills here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but bills here. I don't even have TVs. Fuck you want to do. I mean, or even because I very much was in a situation shit where, what, I want to maybe, like, one or two dates and then it was just like that was the end and we was talking for like years and it was like alright you think I'm a harlot don't you <laughs> yeah like this all we do but it's like I don't know like cause for me having that discernment like alright if you're going in it like okay let's see how it goes we date each other but some girls go in it like yeah we're just here to do this one thing and one thing only let's go how did we get here what do you mean how did we get there here I don't know but we're going to go to the next question. Right. <laughs> Back to self-love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the next one is actually something um, that I feel like is super important. And there's also a piggyback question to this. Um, do you feel comfortable when you receive love? No. Why not? Because I feel the same way, but I want to understand why you don't. Um, it may go back to why do I deserve this? Okay. ultimately like yeah why do i deserve this why are you being nice to me yeah why you want love on me yeah what's wrong with you so that would be my same exact response unless it's girls i let girls love on me <laughs> like my friends that won't be my response cause I, I said friends i know but my friends can i mean love yeah on me but that's like affection. that's like natural though like i feel like no no because if you if you think about it letting someone else love you other than your friends and family, why is that so hard? Yeah, no, that's it's true. not not just natural. It's people that feel like nobody loves them. So I'll say, from my point of view, very similar to yours. Like I feel like, do I really deserve this? Like, why are you being so nice? Um, but I also feel like I don't receive love in a comfortable manner because I'm not used to it. Trauma. And, <laughs> yes, and also not even like how you said believing it believing that i really deserve it yeah trauma so let's go to the next question which we're going to dig a little bit deeper and i'm glad you said trauma 10 times trauma do (laughs) (laughs) make an 11 make it do you feel like the trauma that has happened in your childhood has impacted you or has impacted how you receive love yes i think everyone's gonna leave why? That's big. I got abandonment issues. We talked about this before. Okay, let's talk about it again. <laughs> this is the podcast. This is the hot seat session. In fact, let's cool it down. No, this is this is actually the, the heat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was like, oh, therapy. This is the heat. This is the time to dig. Um. So, if we're gonna dig, and we're gonna dig deep, and we're gonna get down and dirty. You feel like your childhood trauma definitely impacts how you right. receive love. Definitely have abandonment issues. If you listen to other podcasts, I explained uh, my father to you guys. And that could another reason why I don't receive compliments and love well. I cannot I, do I that never, at all. I never got that from a male. Right. See, and that's weird. I feel like we maybe we did have this conversation. It's weird because my dad made sure... Well, I don't know. I can't say he made sure, but I've always felt that, you know, 
loving and words of affirmation from him. So why is it hard for me to receive compliments? Same reason. Well, you feel like it's the same reason. Abandonment. You felt abandoned. So you gave me all of this mm-hmm. and then you took it away. Oh yeah. Okay. So now I can't let anybody else in because I feel like they're going to take it away. Mine is kind of like the opposite. Right. I didn't get it. So I'm not comfortable getting it. And I feel okay. like now you have an angle on why you're giving this to me. Right. So are you done? Yeah. Cause we ain't had to dig. You won't. Okay. That's fine. Um, and I just wanted to get like an overall perspective because I wanted to really like the question was, do you feel like it had something to do with how you receive? So for me, yes, the abandonment was one angle, but for me, when I wrote this question down, I instantly thought about as much as I did receive a lot of love from my dad, once my dad left and my mom was kind of just, you know, doing her thing with school, trying to have a better life for us, I feel like I was raised on survival. You know how they say you're raised in survival mode or you're raised in love. And I actually was having this conversation with somebody earlier and I was like, um, she had basically told me like, oh, my kids went to school today and my husband... Um, what she say? My husband wrote a little note to her sons for the first day of school. And I said, oh. And I sat there and I was like, that just made me feel bad a little bit. Because I know I don't do that with my son. And I'm like, you know what? Can I? <laughs> I asked her, I was like, can I have like the idea? She was like, just literally write it on an index card or a post-it note and stick it in his bag for his first day. And I was like, yeah, because I know like, and you know, Cam, like I'm not affectionate. He's, He's not, not affectionate. And it's like, I know that it may just be because I was raised in survival mode. Like, I, I I, received the love, but I received it up until a certain point, and it might not have been to the point where I needed it. And it probably wasn't because when I stopped receiving it, I was probably, like, 19 years old, where I know that those 10 to 16 was probably the times that I needed the most. So that's why I feel like it's hard for me to receive it because I don't really know how to love because I didn't really receive it at the age that I was supposed to. And enough, I should say, I didn't receive it enough in order for me to feel like, oh, this is familiar. I'm supposed, like how you said, I'm supposed to be getting this. Like I didn't, I had that in the very, very beginning ages. And I remember very little, but some Mm -hmm. stuff I remember clearly, but I don't ever really remember. And like, even down to the fact, I probably told you the story, but I know I talked to, talk to people about it a lot. Um, When I got pregnant at 16 and my dad found out he was in jail at the time. And then he was talking to my sister and, oh, how y'all let her get pregnant? And my sister said, well, if he was here doing what she was supposed to be doing, she wouldn't have been worried about being in people's faces and trying to get the attention. And I remember when she repeated, and I probably, I'm going to ask her, because I probably, she probably doesn't realize how much of when she told me that conversation in between him and her, that how much impact that it actually has on me to this day. Like understanding that, yes, if you were there, then I probably would have had a whole nother type of life. Um, And I think it kind of messes with me sometimes, but it also makes me feel like moving forward and having a child, like how I found out today, that Mm -hmm. I need to not have my my son be raised in survival mode rather than receiving the love because I don't want him to feel like how I feel at my age and I don't know how to receive love. So it's like, yeah, I think my biggest thing is not only the abandonment, yes, but also feeling like I'm surviving on my own. Like I always joke. And if anybody's known me long enough and they were like, oh, who raised you? Or growing up. It's just going to say the streets. The wolves. We were raised by wolves. No lie. 
and no, you know, shame or disregard or disrespect to my parents, but my mom was trying to do as all she could to get us out of our situation and give us a better life, which she did. But from my standpoint, it was like, yeah, we were like abandoned. Like me and my sister just kind of like raised each other. <laughs> so we always laugh and joke like we were raised by wolves, but yeah, it was, it was very much survival. And it wasn't like survival, like we had to pay the bills or nothing like that. It's just we all we had. You had to figure it out. Yeah, and it's like we didn't receive words of affirmations or gifts and things like that. So it's like, yeah, it's really hard. And I've, I've been trying. I've been trying because I'm so standoffish and I don't want to be like that. See, and I'm the complete opposite because I love on these kids so bad. They be sick of me. <laughs> and that's because I, I think it's because, like, my mom loved on me, but... It wasn't an overly love because yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot of us. Yeah, <laughs> it was. A, it was a gang are. of. It was a gang of us in that house. Definitely a lot of y'all. Yeah, I I want to work on it. Um, I actually, I don't think I've researched a lot, but I've been researching a lot about just self love in general. Uh, you know, moving on from heartbreak in a relationship, even though I feel like that wasn't really no heartbreak because I was over it at that point. But um. Yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm always in survival mode. I don't want to feel like I'm just bypassing and days going by and I'm like just letting life have it. I want to actually, again, feel happiness and all of that good stuff. So that was a good question. So next is, what is your love language? All of them. Do you think so? (laughs) People say that though. Um, And let me look them up because I always forget all of them. I can't say, I I want to say all of them because it varies. Physical touch is top, top though. Yeah, that's always going to be my, <laughs> always going to be my first one. It's top. So top. there's technically five, so I'll read them all. Words of affirmations, acts of services, um, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So you feel like all of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Physical touch, quality time, say- acts of service, top three. Physical touch, quality time, acts of service, top three. Okay. So mine's definitely always physical touch. Like, I love to cuddle. Mm. <laughs> I love to cuddle. I don't care. Like, if I could cuddle in the middle of the day, I would love it. See, hmm, that's a little iffy for me thinking about you because, yes, you like to cuddle, but you don't really like to be touched. That's not true. I love to be touched. My issue is, at least currently, I like to be touched, but I have to be comfortable with me. Because my ex, we cuddle all the time. But if I was to try to cuddle with somebody new, it's a lot of take myself out of that headspace and survival mode, which is why I said that, and accept the love. So as much as my top priority and my top love language is physical touch, it's hard for me to feel comfortable, especially with a new person. So, I'm so comfortable. aside from cuddling... Holding hands, I, regular everyday touching. Like if y'all were just standing next to each other, you would just randomly sit, like get up next to them and like touch them, touching yeah. their ear, the back of their neck when they drive in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love physical touch. You may not think that because yes, I'm so standoffish, but mm-hmm. it's because I haven't done it with anybody new. That's like one of the things that I'm like trying to be more like because I know. Even, like, with my current, you know, little situation, I'll be like, do I touch you? Do you, do you want me to touch you? Like, I don't know. Granted, yes, this is something that I love, yes. But it's also me getting out of my head and getting uncomfortable 
by trying something new because I'm this is not the person that I'm usually comfortable with. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't be caring about none of that. Yeah, you just you probably you know, you're just you're affectionate though. That's right. why I'm not very affectionate. I'm not affectionate. So it's like it's weird how it is my top one, but yeah, because yeah. I'm lovey, huggy, kissy, touch me, hug me, rub me. But I think it's just like a comfortability thing. Like, I don't feel comfortable when I've been in a long relationship. So it's kind of like, currently, no, I'm not as comfortable to just be doing that with anybody. Because. Well, my name's Olaf and I like warm hugs. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me thinking, all right, I'm yeah. going to be out here I'm hugging gonna, strangers. Hey, how are you? I'm going to dive into my physical touch a little bit more. Um, if I had to put it in order, it would be definitely physical touch, quality time, and I feel like I'm torn in between acts of service or words of affirmations only because I lack a lot of words of affirmation, and because it's so foreign to me and uncomfortable, I want it more. I don't want it. I don't receive it well. But that's it may the thing. Not, like, it may not be that I don't want it, but I don't receive it well. So that's not top priority on my list at all. But I want to. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll add it up there because I want to. I want, I want to try it. Um, but, yeah, doing acts of, like, that caring aspect would definitely be yeah. if I was getting it currently or if I, you know, had somebody that could cater to all of my five or if I wanted top three, it would definitely be acts of service because I like people to do stuff for me. All right. The street sweeper coming, baby. Pass me your keys. Ooh, you want your dick sucked, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus, <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm not really. I know you're like heavy on the gift giving. Mm-hmm. I don't care for gifts, and you know this. I don't care I for receiving it. gifts, and I really don't care to give gifts. And I don't know if it's just because I've never really had a relationship <laughs> where I received a lot of gifts or I had to give a lot of gifts. Now, here's the thing: if it's your birthday, I don't, I don't play about birthdays. Will you actually get a gift? I don't know, but you know, I'm a planner. So, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to have that. But actually, and I feel like that's technically an act of service, but receiving actual gifts, it does not phase me. I do not care. See, I like to receive gifts, but I want to give the gifts. Yeah, you're a giver. Right. So my love language to another person will be gift giving. That's a good question. What would, what, what type of person or what love language would you want your significant other to possess? Well, that's what we just... Well, I know. I just reworded it. So if they wanted to, you know, right. take it for Um, For me, I don't know. Quality time. I need time and touch. I listen. <laughs> and that's I'm why... De- I'm deprived. That's why niggas be chained to the bed now. <laughs> <laughs> they love us. <laughs> <laughs> just be chained to the bed. Quality time. I'm going to be back. How long? <laughs> Gonna be. I'm gonna be back. Oh, snacks in the fridge. What? Right. All right. So this is actually going to be our last question, unless you have another one in between time. Um. But do you feel like you can improve on loving yourself more? Oh, all the time, of course. Okay. And then, do you feel like you can improve on loving in relationships more? I need to love a little less. Yeah, you did say that. That's what I need to do. So I feel like I need to do a little bit more. Granted, does that mean at a faster pace? No. Um, but I also need to be a little bit more open. Especially more while present. I am. Huh? A little more present. What does that mean? She's on straight. Go ahead. That is not shade. I know. You're you're telling me because you're observant and you're telling me. Go so ahead. when I say a little more present, like 
yes, you will conversate, but you're not in the moment a lot of times. You're somewhere else. You will overthink a situation. You won't be there enjoying the moment. Why is she reading me for filth, yo? I am not reading you for filth. I am giving you constructive criticism. I know, and I need it because I do feel like I overthink a lot, especially like when I'm in a situation with somebody. Um, because even before maybe even leading up to even being in person with the person, like even texting or like calling, I'm like panicking. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. This girl done talked herself out of a date. Like four times already. And the date wasn't even offered yet. <laughs> Like, how how exactly do you do that? Listen, I don't know. And I don't even really know. Do you have any pointers on, like, how to not get, how to not be in my head and be in the moment? Like, write that question down. But go ahead. If you got any ideas, tell me. I really don't. I, you know, I'm an, I'm an in-the-moment person. I'm very impulsive, so. See, and I think, I don't know because. I feel like I used to be a very in-the-moment person, enjoying it, you know, not really worried about outside factors or other things that are happening. But I think when... See, I feel so bad because I feel like I've been blaming everything on my past relationships and I have to take accountability for myself. Yes, but you also haven't completely healed. Obviously, if (laughs) if this is how we're leading things off. Yeah. No, but I feel like... so. Just making me mad. <laughs> making me mad. I don't know, because I used to really feel like I was an in-the-moment person, but maybe I probably never really have been, and I just felt like that for myself. Because um, I feel like when I be in a relationship, I be in the moment. But I don't know. There's a lot of... You be in the routine, not really in the moment. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I'll take that, because it's comfortable. Uh, I'll definitely take that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, for me, I have a lot to work on outside of my past relationships, and that's why I'm not going back. Um, went back one too many times, and mm-hmm. I talked about this in last episode, having that identity for yourself, figuring out what's best for you, and having your peace of mind. Um, yeah, I... I'm trying to improve my relationships. We at we regular time. We did good. Um, I'm trying to improve having relationships with other people other than the comfort the comfortable ones that I'm used to being in. Um, but it's a process. It's a journey. And I know most people probably be like, "Why are you already dating when you just got a relationship?" But I don't. I want to because I'm fast. literally just dating. I am getting to know what I like, That's what I don't you. like. I'm exploring myself while exploring another person. But I also feel like, yes, that, but I also feel like to a certain extent, this is not a new relationship. Like this has been a relationship that's been on and off for years. And I mean, several years. So when, and I know most people, some of y'all may have felt this way. Well, when you feel like you really done and you ready to wrap this up and put it in, you know, a bag and burn it, that's how I feel. And I felt like that the other day. I was like, dang, am I moving on too fast? But I'm like, I don't really feel like there's no such thing. Like, I'm just ready to move on. Like, I already feel like I have greater coming, like I said before. So, there's no reason for me to, like, stay stagnant into being upset. And, yes, I'm trying to heal. And I may still have some certain type of feelings. But, yeah, I'm ready to move on. Like, bitch, I'm tired. (laughs) I feel feel as though mentally you've already moved on. Because you wouldn't even allowed yourself to date if you didn't. Yeah. But you mentally, you've moved on months ago. Yeah, that's true. Before it ended. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is a fact. That could be a part of it. 
Well, I'm going to try to improve on relationships and also um, improve on loving myself a little bit more. I have my notes. I'm going to work on some things. I might even work on some things tonight. I definitely have to do my schedule for my journaling. Um, Leah, do you have any other questions? No, but we're going to revisit how. My friend blew oh, yeah. my life this nethering. Go ahead, tell him. No, you tell him. You tell him what you did All to right, me. All right, y'all. So, y'all heard her how she said, we go together real bad. And my man, my man, my man. So, yes, we are both actively dating, getting to know other people, getting to see what we like, what we don't like. And she came across this man. And, you know, they've been... I really missed the beginning. And I guess I really don't be in the moment. Cause and I'm, she was dating. <laughs> I really did not ever really meet him or like nothing. Like I just remember she kept saying to me a name and then she was like, oh yeah, you know, he's really nice. And And then I start paying attention because I'm like, you know, your friends start talking about the same guy over and over again. It's like, all right. A month later, she paying attention. Right. Because definitely (laughs) the whole July did not. That's when she started paying attention. But technically you didn't meet him till the end of July. So it's like, girl, I really was. And we was, girl, leave me alone. <laughs> I might have been in another world at that moment. That's why. Very much. And I wasn't even like on a hunt. I was chilling that day. So anyway, she ends up, she's basically, obviously, she says she's delusional. Very and much delusional. I had to hit her with the, you know, reality check. You're screaming your man, your man, your man. Granted, the guy I talked to, I'll be screaming my man, my man, my man too. But, you know, I also am in the back of my mind giving myself reality check and saying, okay, take it slow. So I had said, you know, do y'all really go together? Like, are y'all in a relationship? Because, yes, everybody's saying we go together real bad from Miami and Diddy. But she even brought it up. They don't even go together. Because she made me think, like... (laughs) I was upset. When I say I was upset. So I asked her. Mind you, me and this man were about to go on another date. Yes, they were definitely. two hours were supposed to be going on our date. And she going to drop this on my lap and put this in my mind. Do y'all really go together? So now I I am distraught. She told me to tell the story. Now she's already telling the story. Go ahead. So I'm asking her. I'm like, you know, because I think, oh, so. Let's be real, because don't just say, oh, I brought it up on some, like, weird hating shit. She was mad that he didn't talk to her, and yes, they had a date in maybe, like, an hour and a half, and again, just being crazy, so I'm going I'm to hit her back with the reality. He's not answering the phone, then he ends up calling her, and she felt like it was weird, like, the conversation was weird, like, something was off. So I hit her with the, well, do y'all really go together, because... You know, y'all probably need to have that conversation. And I'm only saying this because I know my previous relationship, the communication was never there. And that may be a part of the reason why we didn't really have a good all the time relationship because we're not on one page. So are you sure y'all really together together? Like y'all committed together? The bitch went off. Child. (laughs) (laughs) I flipped my fucking shit. Okay. She was quiet for like two seconds. And then next thing you know, I seen her turn her head. Mind she's driving. All of this is happening. <laughs> she's driving. And then she starts asking me questions. And she starts talking to herself. I guess those intrusive thoughts is what she was having. Baby. And then she was like, we don't, we don't go together. And I'm like. Then I got sad. Yeah, like. I got sad and stressed. Okay. I, I had don't... a whole attitude. Fuck sad and stressed. <laughs> she had an attitude. <laughs> She was mad. Like I did something wrong. I'm just making sure that. Right. Because why would you? Why would you tell me that now? 
Tell me tomorrow after my date. You're going to tell me before I go on my date. First of all, you know, anytime that we're driving home from somewhere, we're going to have a deep discussion. We really do. <laughs> you can't never just drive nowhere and just be in peace. No. She always choose violence. <laughs> I didn't even start the conversation. You probably asked the question when the man pissed you off. I may have. Because I mean, you was remember. being crazy saying he was acting weird. Because I didn't, I didn't like the way he was sounding on the phone. Like, what are you doing? But he was busy. He was doing something. Anyway, <laughs> I did not make her feel any type of way. So then I get to my date. Oh, yeah. Well, tell him how you actually found out y'all go together. I went to bag. my date and he had to charge up his car. So he got in my car. We get to the movies. Well, we had already talked on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I got to ask you something. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> But I, I'm going to ask you when we're face-to-face. So he gets in the car, and I'm like, okay, so how was your day? I didn't really talk to you that much today, even though I just left him this morning. Did not, did I leave in the morning? Girl, I don't I know. I don't remember. <laughs> that was the weekend. No. 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 I'm not going to tell y'all why, but yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Now we in the car. We in the car. We rolling. We rolling to the movie theater, chatting. He's like, so what do you want to ask me? First, let's get the pleasantries out the way. How was your day? You know, do anything productive. You don't forget, you got to charge the car. It's going to, you know, stop in two hours. Told him how my day was. And then I'm, I'm like, okay. Now that that's out the way, are you my man? <laughs> he said, what, girl? <laughs> Just like that, what, girl? Are you or are you not my man? Before you answer that question, let me break it down to you. So, I told you we go together real bad. You, I said we go together. You said real bad. So, that was just you agreeing to what I said. That's not really you saying you're my man. You just agreeing to me. You could have said anything. You could have been like, eh, okay. Because I know a lot of people who, a female, say something. They be like, oh, okay. And that's not really what it is. He's just shutting her the fuck up. And I just want to make sure you ain't just trying Shut me up. He said, I'm your man. I thought we established that. I just needed some clarity because you never really said, I'm your man. Right. And that's what I I told her. I'm like, so for me, because I've always been in rushed relationships and I've never really like, maybe when I was in like sixth, seventh grade, I've never actually been asked out. No, but I'm just saying like, you know, that's when the, do you want to be my girlfriend? Check yes or no. Like that was probably the only time that I ever really got asked. So it was like, that's why I told you, ask him, are we in a relationship? Are you committed to me? Are you like, I gave you several different prompts to start the character. Because the bitch was acting like she couldn't, she didn't know what to ask. Uh, I I went blank. (laughs) I went blank. You hear me? I was speechless. So I'm giving you prompts because you just saying, are you my man? He may, again, just be agreeing with you, like you said, to be like, all right. But whatever way you asked them, he, you know, reassured you. Because for me, that's not enough. Like, I've been sucked into that, oh, yeah, the vibe is cool, and we vibing, and, yeah, now we're in a relationship, but you never really said that. And that's one of the things that I know moving forward with whoever, you have to verbally ask me or say, have a sit-down, and, you know, I'm ready to commit to you. I don't even, like, I need that because I feel like when we rush into it, we skip the friendship, we skip the learning, and we in a relationship, it's like, now you're dogging me out six months later. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and that man said, stop talking to that girl. 
if this how you gonna come back. <laughs> I you acting different. I not mean to. You acting different. You got your arms crossed. You, you had fake. an attitude. You uh, was wearing it too heavy. Like you don't even know how to. No, cool. I can't hide. Yeah, my, no, I can't either. I no. can't hide my emotions. Especially if I feel some type of way, like, and I really care, and it's like you gonna know it. That's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you off the like matter of fact, what time is it? Oh dang, she about to start acting crazy. <laughs> Alright, so we are all done for this episode. Y'all hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode. I feel like this was a great conversation. Yeah. We I didn't hope do this that in you a very long time. Hope you all learned a lot about yourselves, yes. learned some more about us. I hope that you incorporate some of these things yes. into your daily routine and into your self-love journey and really mm-hmm. ask yourself, do you love yourself? And if you do not. What are you going to do to improve your self-love? Mm-hmm. And then now that she said that, I'm going to actually read back my thoughts and my notes because I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing a lot of research. Um, so even if somebody feels like they resonated a lot with me, they can go through the same thing. So, of course, I said practice positive self-talk and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Understand more when loving someone because that was one of your things. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't care to understand <laughs> I need to do that a little bit more. I need a gangster. Um, define what loving yourself looks like. Um, what makes me happy? How to overcome abandonment? And then I don't know. I started this one but never finished it, so I have to figure it out. But it said how to not be in. I don't know what that was. I don't know. But you know, add whatever you need to be, add whatever you need to be in there. And I honestly probably work some of these out in my journal, and that's why I wrote it down the way that I did as questions. Um, cause that could be some of my journal activities, but yes, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, be sure to leave us a rating and review. I've been seeing y'all, y'all been adding the ratings, but here's the thing. Y'all click the five stars, but I need y'all to actually write a review. Give us some actual, you know, feedback, write us some words. Let us know if there are certain topics that you want us to talk about. Let us know who you love most. Tell me how much you love me. <laughs> you love me? You love me? Here she goes. Here she goes. So, yes, please leave us rating and reviews. The more that you show us um, rating and reviews and you give us um, the rating and reviews, the more that the podcast shows up. Like, podcast algorithms are really weird, and I think a lot of people don't realize it. But the more that you show love review-wise, the more that we actually show up on other people's platforms. So Mm. people think that, you know, like how on Instagram you like, you pop up on an Explorer page, you get a bunch of likes, you get a bunch of views. With podcasts, you actually, the rating and reviews put you on higher levels. And every podcast has a specific category. So, like, this one, obviously, is in the self-improvement. So, a lot of people don't realize that that by giving us actual reviews and ratings, we get on a higher scale. We're probably, obviously, not too far up. But, you know. But, you know. Show some love. We started from the bottom, and I need y'all to take us there. Are y'all ready? Because I'm ready. The more you review... The more I come through. Yeah, me. <laughs> I know. And hopefully we can get Kenya on here a little bit more frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we do record ahead of time. But I'm saying as far as um, dropping more of her episodes during the week. Because she only technically gets one episode dropped. And right. then I'll drop my solo and then the five minute one. Um, Y'all want to hear something? Like what you got for us? Just, just a little... Moistness. What? No. <laughs> you could have chose any other sound. I don't know. That's the first one that popped out. All right. Before you go, okay. make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Amoramata. 
Um, our website is back up. You guys have the the option to buy Choose to Be Positive book. Um, we are actually about to have some new things kicking off. Some content has been dropping because, y'all, I kept my promise. Mind your business. My girl been showing up and showing out, okay? And make sure you follow you, new Sue. The exact wording is going to be in the show notes, same as the Amoramata page. That is it. And also, I'm going to be dropping more content on my poetry page, Love and Other Drugs. I have to get myself back together. So I'm going to give y'all a couple snippets. Yeah, Might get a little spoken word. Book. Mind your business. You're doing too much. <laughs> we are being fully transparent on the podcast. It's getting a little too thick in here. Well, let's thin it out. I mean, I can't talk. My second book ain't dropped, so. Hmm. My first, first didn't either, so. Hmm. It's the shade. Listen, I'm, 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 my braid's falling out. I'm molting. <laughs> Calm down. All right. Read your little. Uh... Not little. Well, you know what I mean. I'm sorry. This mm. is my vocabulary. Big shit popping, little shit stopping. Read your big shit poem and yeah. then close this out. All right. So y'all ready for this? Now, think about it. This could be relationship-wise. This could be personal. This could be whatever you want it to be. But what does this love mean to you? When I pour it out onto your complex outer surface, one jumps out of the kaleidoscope. Do you see the bright and sunny yellow? energy I give off, or that bold and vibrant raging red? Is it the calm blue that washed over you after a long day, or is it the cool gray in my bad days? Did you notice my boogie down brown around the way girl that I vibe that I give you? You feel my nurturing green aura? Could the regal passion of my purple seep through beneath the surface? Or was it the pure right of my soul that did it for you? But tell me how you feel about this. That was the end because I didn't really finish it. I really liked it though and I felt like... That was really deep. I think you should finish that one. I should. I should. All right, you got any encouraging words for our people before we close out? Any encouraging words? I encourage and implore you all to really sit with yourself and really figure out who you are to you. Because all of us are someone to someone else. But who are you to you? Mm-hmm. Like, are you important to yourself? Are you taking care of you or are you giving everything that you have to everything else? Your job, your children, that nigga, that female. <laughs> what, what's left of you for you? And do you even like what you have left? That's deep. Think about it. It's a lovely word of encouragement and a great way to close out the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Self-Expressed with Love Kills. And until next time... Bye. Bye.